O'Reilly here, Wednesday, August 4th, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. President Biden says it's time for Governor Cuomo to resign. Florida, the worst place in the country for COVID. Mayor de Blasio mandates vaccine passports for those in New York. Illegal border crossings at a 20-year high. New study shows the average millennial drowning in debt. Also ahead, Kamala Harris's plan to stabilize the southern border. But first, the president calling on Governor Cuomo to resign from office after the New York Attorney General released a report on allegations of misconduct. Said Biden, quote, I think he should resign. I understand the state legislature may decide to impeach, but I don't know that for a fact. Mr. Cuomo denies any wrongdoing but has few allies. His political career seems to be over. Florida, now the worst place in the USA for COVID. Health officials in the Sunshine State confirming more than 20,000 new cases every day. 10,000 Floridians currently in the hospital. Higher than any other point in the entire pandemic. 95% of those in the hospital are not vaccinated. Big Apple Mayor de Blasio unveiling new rules requiring everyone to show proof of vaccination before entering public buildings. The regulations apply to all restaurants, bars, gyms, entertainment venues. The program called Key to NYC goes in effect August 16th. Fun City is no longer fun. More than 200,000 migrants illegally crossed into the USA in July, the highest figure in two decades. About 10% were unaccompanied minors. The number of people stopped at the border each month has been rising steadily since Joe Biden's inauguration, and the president is clueless in stopping the madness. We'll prove that coming up. New study from Chase Bank says the average millennial has nearly $30,000 in debt. Biggest factor, college tuition, of course. The number of households with student debt doubled between 2001-21. Median income for younger Americans these days, about $55,000 a year. In a moment, wait till you hear Vice President Harris's border plan. Right back with that. Did you know every day is a perfect day for peace of mind? With American Home Shield Warranty, you are covered for unexpected breakdowns like leaky faucets or faulty water heaters. Choose a plan that fits your budget and rest easy knowing repairs and replacements are taken care of. Simply contact American Home Shield when an issue arises and their trusted pros will handle it according to your coverage. Don't let worries about appliances and home systems weigh you down. Celebrate the reassurance of protection. Don't worry, be warranty. For 20% off plans, visit ahs.com slash bill. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product is being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day, stopping border madness. As you may know, President Biden issued an executive order destroying President Trump's remain in Mexico policy. He did that on his first day in office. Now, the remain in Mexico policy had stopped masses of people from illegally breaching the southern border. Biden's order has led to a total collapse down there, a breakdown of security, as an estimated 1.5 million migrants will encounter Border Patrol this year alone. On July 29th, Kamala Harris released an 18-page report on how the Biden administration plans to solve this massive problem. The report was largely ignored by the pro-Biden press because it is, well, absurd. Vice President Harris has no real interest in solving illegal immigration, but she was forced by the president to put out a program called Five Pillars. And here they are. Pillar number one, addressing economic insecurity and inequality. That's it. That's the pillar. Well, Central America and Mexico are poor. They always have been poor. So what is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going to do to reverse that? No one in hundreds of years has been able to reverse that. Pillar number two, combating corruption, strengthening democratic governance and advancing the rule of law. Okay, again, how will that happen in Mexico? when drug cartels control the entire country and have for decades. What exactly is Biden and Harris going to do to combat corruption in Mexico and Central America? We don't know. Pillar three, promoting respect for human rights, labor rights, and a free press. Okay. Pillar four, countering and preventing violence, extortion, and other crimes perpetrated by criminal gangs. Well, how? How will you do that? Set up an American FBI in those countries? We can't even control crime in our country. And pillar number five, combating sexual, gender-based, and domestic violence. Okay. So this is ridiculous. It's absurd. It's insulting. Unless Kamala Harris has a magic wand, none of that will happen. No matter what the USA does, we cannot run the Central American countries in Mexico. Get it, Miss Vice President? I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. For more honest news analysis, please go to BillOReilly.com. And I hope you'll check out my book, Killing the Mob. You'll like it. In a moment, something you might not know.
Hey guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. Forty years ago this week, President Ronald Reagan fired more than 11,000 air traffic controllers who ignored his order to return to work. The nationwide strike and subsequent dismissals changed air travel forever. Here is the story. On August 3, 1981, roughly 13,000 air traffic controllers went on strike after negotiations with the federal government failed. The workers wanted a $10,000 raise and a reduced work schedule. Across the country, some 7,000 flights were immediately canceled. That same day, President Reagan called the strike illegal, threatening to fire any controller who refused to return to work. The president believed public safety workers had no right to strike and endanger the population. He cited Calvin Coolidge, who took a similar approach when the Boston Police Department walked out in 1919. Said Ronald Reagan, quote, they, the air traffic controllers, are in violation of the law, and if they do not report for work within 48 hours, they have forfeited their jobs and will be terminated. On August 5th, an angry Mr. Reagan carried out the threat. The federal government began firing thousands of air traffic controllers who did not return to work. In addition, the president declared a lifetime ban on rehiring any of the strikers. The dismissal grounded thousands of flights until military air controllers were brought in to fill the void. It took 10 years, 10, for overall staffing levels to return to normal. And here's something else you might not know. President Reagan's decision to fire federal employees is regarded as one of the most important events of the 20th century. Following the president's crackdown on unions, many large corporations followed suit. They began firing strikers. So, 40 years after Reagan's decision, the number of workers participating in walkouts is less than 2% of what it had been when President Reagan fired the controllers. Organized labor to this day, despises Ronald Reagan. But some Americans believe he did the right thing and got labor under control. Back after this. 
Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The foundations in the line of duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.